Welcome to another episode of FTU Life After the Military. I'm Tony Rodriguez. I'm your host for the show. And I want to wish everyone a happy new year. Um, So this week was a very busy week, right? I went to the Rose Bowl out in Pasadena. And uh, it was an awesome time. Um, It was great. It was the time of my life. uh, With the exception of my children be born I don't think I had a I've had a better time in my life and for those people who did not get to go which there were only 93,000 people there so I'm going to say that was the majority of the country I'm sorry you missed out because it was awesome okay um so there's a few things that I want to talk about today all right one I know the show is dedicated to veterans and transitioning out and our mental health, right? Well, um, so for me, um, when I got out, I uh, signed up for community care with the VA. That was a mistake for me um, because it created more hassles than anything else and caused my anxiety to go up, caused a great deal of stress for me. Um, so I I don't know. If you're considering that, then weigh your options. It, it did not work for me. I understand that the VA is slow and... Uh, not very good, uh, but you have to decide what's best for you. If you're in a town like here in Fayetteville, um, you know, community care might be an option. I moved out of Fayetteville. I'm closer to Durham now, so I'm going to go up to the VA there and get seen there. I've heard good things about about them um, because uh, they're not dealing with as many veterans as um, Cumberland County is. But with that, um, also be careful when you go in there because um, the VA, they like to push pills on you, right? The first time I went, that, it went in there, I was trying to set up an appointment for um, mental health um, just to get some treatment. And first thing out of their mouth was, hey, do you have trouble sleeping? Do you want some Ambient? We'll give you some Ambient. It's like, whoa, whoa, ease up there, buddy. You haven't even heard anything I've said. I haven't told you anything, so how do you know if I need ambient or not you know so they're real quick to give you pills not quick to listen so just watch out for that but um for people who are dealing with um i guess anxiety ptsd and anything else that might um stress you out or just cause um, problems for you right um for me my fuse goes from i go from zero to 100 pretty quick and uh one of the instructors at the Sockham Schoolhouse is telling me about um, this gangling block that they can do. They'll give you a shot in your neck and it lasts for, I don't know, a month, a couple of months. But he said it like brings, like calms you down, settles you. Um, so I'm going to go in there and ask about that um, just to give it a try and see uh, what works, if it works, if it helps me. I don't know. Uh, but there's a lot of options out there, right? I don't know if you heard as well but they were using ketamine uh, therapy um, 
I don't know too much about this. And for me, I, I'm not going to do ketamine or any type of drugs um, because I'm an alcoholic, right? I, I can't drink. If I have one drink, I'm going to try to have a hundred. I, I can't. Um, I have a slight case of OCD and that makes me have to finish whatever I start, right? It's really annoying, um, but you know I'm going to be 50 years old and I've lived with that every day of my life and it's not going to change. So I just have to know that and you know just make the adjustments, right? And so for me, I can't drink, not one drink, and, and that's perfectly fine. Along with that, I, I can't do any type of drugs, no narcotics, you know. The worst I can do or the strongest I can do are NSAIDs, you know, some acetaminophen, which is not an NSAID. Yes, I know all you Sockums out there, acetaminophen is not an NSAID. Whatever, jackass, Tylenol, right? I could do Tylenol or some uh, Advil or Aleve, right? That's it. I can't do anything else. I do that and I use some Tiger Balm and that seems to help me out. Uh, but I, I can't do anything else because if a little bit's good, then more is better, right? And Well, that's not how drugs work. A little bit is good and more is probably going to get you addicted or kill you. So for me, I'm not even messing with that. But when you go into the VA, ask them for other options and see what works best for you. I don't have all the options. I don't have all the answers. But if you just leave it up to the docs, they're going to get you in in and out as fast as they possibly can. And they're really going to tell you, like my PA told me, you know, um, well, this is when I was in the Army, uh, told me that uh, playing tuba in, in the marching band in college was a lot rougher than jumping out of airplanes for 21 years or being blown up by two IEDs and RPG. Um, so, yeah, I guess... I guess two players are the toughest people on the planet. I, I don't know. Um, but either way, don't put up with their bull crap and ask questions and demand for better service because we deserve it. Okay, so that's all I'm going to talk about mental health today. Um, if you look at this shirt, what's on it, this is uh, the shirt that I picked up in Tuscaloosa, right? These are a bunch of A's, the Alabama A's, right? So... This shirt is a small in Tuscaloosa. It's an Alabama small is what I call it, right? Um, on no other place on the planet am I a small person. I'm a short person, but not small, right? I'm about 188, 190 pounds, somewhere in there. I am not small. But in Alabama, I fit into a small shirt, so I feel pretty good about myself about that, right? Why did I bring this up? Because I found... I don't know if I mentioned this, but Brooks, the running shoe company, did this with their apparel as well. A couple of years ago, a few years ago, like three, four years ago, I bought some running shorts and they were an extra large. And I liked them so much that, you know, about a year later, I decided, hey, I'm going to buy another pair. Um, and I bought an extra large and they were huge. They were falling off of me I could not use them to run because they were just too big and the reason is because Brooks as well changed their sizes they took their um, what used to be an extra large and they said hey this is now a large and Alabama has done that as well they've just changed their sizes this anywhere else on the planet is a large 
In Alabama, it's a small. And what they're doing is they're just adjusting their sizes because people are have blown past being fat and are now just obese. And so if you go into a place and you realize that, hey, like my shirt's smaller, like I must be losing weight, just stop and think about it. You're probably not losing weight. Um, they probably just change the sizes on you. So I'm bringing this up because I could be um, a buffoon and just think, man, I'm a small, right? So that means I can go uh, pound, you know, five hamburgers a day and eat all the ice cream I want. That's that's not the case. It's not. It's like I'm fat. I don't want to be obese. And so, I, you know, what does this mean about our society? I don't know. And honestly, I don't care. It's not really my place to um, say anything about that. I'm just saying for us who have left the military, you know, we spent however many years staying in shape. I used to go to the gym and I would work out for an hour and then I would run for an hour. I would kill two hours of my life uh, working out. I don't want to do that anymore. So if I go run, you know, I'm training for a marathon. If I run for a couple of hours, then that's all I do. I'm not going to lift any weights. If I'm not like doing a long distance run, then I'll, I might only go run three miles and that'll be what, about 18 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, somewhere in there, 21 minutes tops, you know, and then I might lift weights for another 20 minutes and that's it. You know, I, I an hour is what I'm going to dedicate to it and, and that's it. Um, because one, because of my injuries, I can't be in there uh, crushing the weights anymore. But two, I also just don't want to do that nonsense all day long anymore. It, it, for what? What am I? What? What am I doing that for? There, it serves no purpose anymore. I just want to be healthy. Um, I, my job, I sit at a desk all day, so I get up to walk around. But that's not enough exercise. So make sure I have an hour out of the day so I can get some sort of exercise. We should all be doing that. All right? You know, getting out like it's 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 like your dog trying to catch tail right or you're trying to catch cars that are going down the street um you're just so excited you, you want to do everything but that doesn't mean you should um live 20 years of excess in a week right you shouldn't um so that that's my soapbox now we were talking about alabama right uh, if you guys have never heard of him, there's this guy, uh, there's this person out there in Alabama who's called Row Tide Willie. Um, if you ever Google him, check him out. He's pretty hilarious. His uh, famous saying is, he doesn't give a piss about nothing but the tide. Right? And and he's funny, right? And he watches videos and he think, man, this guy is a perfect representation of the South. And he might be. However, I'm speaking about Rotide Willie. I didn't know who he was uh, up until a couple of years ago. Rotide Willie has been on various um, podcasts. He was on Bar Barstool Sports. Um, he's on various clips on YouTube. Tua, the quarterback for... Uh, the Miami Dolphins, 
In the last few episodes of uh, Hard Knocks, was doing his impersonation of Roll Tide Willie. Um, so he has a pretty good following. Just about every player who's ever played at Alabama knows of this guy. Every person who's ever been to an Alabama football game knows of this gentleman. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because I wish I could be as dedicated to anything outside of my family, to anything, the way uh, Roll Tide Willie is to the Crimson Tide. Right, His love for the Crimson Tide has brought him notoriety uh, throughout the South and it's spreading through to other parts of the country. And what has he done? Nothing. He just came up, came up with the catchphrase of I don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. Right? And so for the new year I just offer that suggestion, right? Like find out what, what do you like to do? What do you want to do? And just give it your all. Just do the best that you can. Yes, it's a little tiring. I know that. At the end of this year, this past year, 2023, I, like in December, I was just dead tired. I had nothing left. And I'm glad I was able to go see my daughter out in Alabama. And I'm glad I was able to go out to Pasadena to the Rose Bowl. Um, because we need those breaks. We need those mental breaks to just relax and just do nothing and veg out, right? And... I was asked, like, how were you able to go to that game? You know, 93,000 people. Um, so for the anyone who's listening out there, I hate being touched. I hate it. If you touch me, I'm going to punch you in the face. All right? Do not touch me. All right? Accidental bumps, don't have a problem with it. But people who want to put their hands on my shoulder, there was a gentleman after the game um, at the Rose Bowl. A lot of people, you know, Michigan won. They're about... 60% of the stadium was filled with Michigan fans and the other 30%, 40% was Alabama fans, right? So we're leaving, we're walking through and, you know, people were walking by, go blue, go blue, go blue. It's like, awesome, like celebrate. Your team won, you should celebrate, you should be happy. One gentleman, he's tall, and I guess he thought I was going to be afraid of him because he was about like 6'4", and I'm only 5'7". He walks by and he looks at me and he puts his arm, his hand on my shoulder and he says, go blue. I grabbed his arm and I said, if you ever fucking touch me again, I'm going to fucking kill you, asshole. I was like, oh shit, right? And his wife saw the look on my face and she grabbed him and said, let's go right now. Not because I don't care. You're team one. You should be happy. Do not touch me. Do not touch me. Ever. This goes for everybody, not just for asshole Michigan fans. Right? If you touch me, I will kill you. You can take that as a threat. You can take that however you want. But... It's important that people know this because in the military, we have to put up with a bunch of nonsense, right? I'm not in the military anymore and I'm not going to put up with it. You know, I was sitting in the stands and people were bumping into me and that's fine. I know I, you go to a stadium and it's filled with 93,000 people. Yeah, you're going to get touched. So every time there was a commercial break, I would get up and I would walk up and I'd go um, just walk around for a little bit. I missed some of the game because I just had to take breaks. But I'm not going to miss out on life um, because, you know, my I have this problem of just being around a lot of people. Um, thank you, Iraq. Right? So I, I wanted to watch the game, and I did. I enjoyed myself. And, you know, that little outburst with that guy, it was a little outburst. And then he, his wife took him away, and I was fine again. 
Why? Because I, I do not do well when people touch me. Um, and plus, you shouldn't be touching anyone, right? When I don't know when that became acceptable. Um, it's never been acceptable, so just don't touch me and we'll be all right. Um, also, I thought it was quite, quite hilarious because, um, again, on Twitter, I went on there and I said the, some of the Michigan players looked like hobos. And, you know, most people just, whatever, had fun. You know, because that's all Twitter is. It's social media. It's not reality. It's, it's fake. It's, it's nonsense, right? It's, it's, it's make-believe. And, but there were actually some people who were like upset and tried to shame me, and that's fine, I guess. Um, but that's one of the benefits of the military is uh, it like toughens your skin, like you just you're just calloused, right? You're physically, mentally, and emotionally calloused. And plus, um, like I said, I was uh, went to the Special Operations Combat Medics course. I am a SOCOM, and. Uh, that place teaches you how to um, just, if you're shy or embarrassed, uh, you get over that real quick. Because um, you have to be the patient for other people. And so you're going to be stripped down naked. They're going to be hauling you through the woods, um, just covered with a some sort of light sheet. Maybe if they remember to, they might not even remember to do that. So you might be on a litter and they're just carrying you around. You're butt naked out there, right? So you learn real quick. Um, how to just not really care, right? And if that's not enough, well, the instructors make your life a living hell, right? Because they're all, not, there's no instructor that's active military in that schoolhouse that actually wants to be there. They all still want to be on a team. So they make your life a living hell. And then if you're not, if you're going through as civil affairs, your life is even worse because, um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is, why they hate civil affairs there, but they do. And I was a civil affairs. And I was a little bit older, so they really disliked me. And that's fine. Um, so if you're on social media, just like ease up. Like, or don't ease up. I don't know. It's like, it's just, it's make-believe. Don't worry about it. You know? And if you're worried about what I have to say, then uh, I don't know. All I ask is, hey, um, if if you have a problem with something I say... Like give me a call. We could talk it out. Let's go have lunch. We can talk. We can enjoy lunch. And I'm sure if you spend 10 to 15 minutes, I will give you about 100 reasons, uh, valid reasons to dislike me to, or maybe even hate me. If you spend 30 minutes with me, then I guarantee you'll hate me after that. And that's perfectly fine. But don't say that you dislike me just off of something that I posted on Twitter. Like, give me a chance. Like, let me let me prove to you that... Um, <laughs> That you should dislike me. <laughs> right? Uh, I say this because uh, there's, like, I'm living life the way I want to live life now. You know, I want to just just be me, right? Um, I went out to California, right? I went out to uh, the Rose Bowl, but I got there on Saturday because I wanted to make sure that if there were any problems with my flights that I would have time to um, still get there, right? I want to go visit my sister. She lives out in Hemet, California, from LAX to Hemet. It's two hours. I told her if I knew that it was that far, if I had remembered that it was that far, I wouldn't have driven out there, right? Miss my sister. I love my sister. But um, I didn't fly five hours so I could drive two hours back. That's insane, right? And then after I left her house, I had to drive an hour and a half to get to my um, hotel in Pasadena, right? And then I had people 
on Sunday asking, hey, are you going to come visit? Like, no, I'm not. Like, I went out there to watch the game. That was it. I understand people were a little upset or disappointed. And I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, I was in California. I was in Pasadena and Arcadia. People could have driven and visited me. And they didn't. And so I'm sorry that we didn't have an opportunity to see each other. But I, like... No, man. Like, I went to go see the game. I didn't go to visit people. I want to make it perfectly clear. I hate the People's Republic of California. Flying into that state made my skin crawl. It was disgusting, right? Um, It walking through Pasadena, I could not tell the difference between the homeless people, the people that were lining up to the normal people that were lining up to watch the Rose Parade, and the Cholos, right? For those of you who don't know what Cholos are, those are gang members. They all look the same. So I don't know if the quality of life is has been raised in California. So the homeless people and the Cholos look more like normal people. Or the normal people are just descending into nothingness. And they're now looking like the, the uh, undesirables. Right? I guess that's the way you would say it. Either way... Uh, I'm happy I got out, got to go to the Rose Bowl. I'm happy I saw my, my sister and my nephews. I'm very happy that I got a, uh, Jesse went to the Rose Bowl with me. Um, but I'm glad I left that state, man. It sucks. <laughs> For those of you who have never been to California, I recommend not going. Because you're not missing anything. Um, if you're saying, well, you want to go to Disneyland? Well, there's Disney World in Florida. Go there. No? Then how about the one in Japan? No? Well, there's one in China, too. How, how about the one in France? You have plenty of options. You don't have to go to California. Um, that place just blows. So, with that being said, you know, this is the first episode of the new year. I'm trying to keep them short, about 20, 25 minutes. Um, just go out, enjoy life, right? Today I went to, what is it, the Animate. It's like a... Comic Con, but for just animators up here in Raleigh, right? Big nerd stuff, right? I like doing that. I like being around football people at the Rose Bowl. Now I like being at um, the Animate. I'm looking for a, a wrestling convention coming up here pretty soon, so I can go see a bunch of old wrestlers. And if they ever have a rush, uh, rush or ACDC convention, I'm going to go to that too. Why? Because I want to live my life. I don't want to be cooped up in the house um, for the last part of my life. I want to go out and I want to do stuff. And I suggest you all find out what you like to do. Maybe you want to be in, in an indoor person. That's fine. Just do whatever you like to do. Don't make excuses. Um, don't listen to anybody's nonsense. Go live your life however you want to live it as long as um, you're not hurting anyone, right? You're not hurting anyone. You're not breaking any laws. Oh, the one thing I will say about California, um, if you uh, are one of these people that want to smoke marijuana, go to California because it was like one big pot cloud. Um, I was driving on the freeway and people were smoking pot while driving. Awesome. I think the only place I did not smell marijuana was actually in the stadium at the Rose Bowl because when I walked out to go buy a soda, smelled it. They're at the Rose Bowl, just not in the stadium, on the outside of it. So, yeah, if you like smoking marijuana, California is your place.
Um, I took my sister to dinner. We went to go to some steakhouse. And there were a couple of guys in the parking lot lighting it up. It's awesome. Like, go ahead. You live up your life. I just don't like the smell. Um, I prefer they weren't smoking while driving because I don't care what you say. Um, I really don't think you should be high when you're operating a vehicle. Um, if, if you hit me, you better kill me because I'm going to rip your goddamn head off if I find out that you were smoking pot and you um, hit my car. Um, so with that being said, um, that's it. It's, uh, what, 4.47 here. So that means uh, football has started, the NFL. Um, so I'm going to go watch that because that's what I like to do. So, again, take care of yourself. Identify what, uh, what special skill or what special quality you have. Maximize it to its fullest potential, and I know you will be successful. Okay? I want to give a shout-out to uh, my daughter, Ashley, her final semester at Alabama, and she'll be graduating this May. And then we're going to find out what um, school she picks for graduate school. Um, I'm hoping Duke, but I'm no pressure wherever she wants to go. Right? Because what's better than going from the Crimson Tide to being a Dukey? Right? She could be the, I don't know, the Crimson Blue Devils. Whatever. Right? I don't know. We'll see. But I just want to give her a shout out. I love her. Love you very much, Ashley. I love you too, Turtle. Um, if you're listening, I love you. I'm very proud of you. Um, take care of Jean Jean. And for everyone else, um, we'll talk to you later. Zot, zot, zot. And roll tide. Because I don't give a piss about nothing but the tide.